A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're continuing to tell the story of farms and farmsteads, homesteads all across the state of Wisconsin, celebrating 100 years in the same family or 150 years. And joining us with another story is Josh Cones. He's in Monroe County, where he is currently farming uh, land that stretches back to the early 1900s within his family. Tell me a little bit about the farming operation as it started, Josh. Um, Back in 1917, geez, I, I I don't know how it got started back then, to tell you the truth. I don't know. They raised corn on it. I know that. My uncle picked corn by hand with the Puskin glove and and uh, wagon behind him. Sure. Yep. Uh, but I haven't, I don't know much more history about that. Uh, how, how many acres was it initially? 160. It's always been 160. You know, and back in 1917, that's a pretty good sized farm. Yeah. Yeah, it was 440s. I mean, back then, he I probably wasn't worth much, really. Tell me a little bit about uh, what you know about the farm. Uh, you said it's kind of been, it's always been in the family, but a lot of different family members have helped to run it at any, any given time. Right. Yeah, like I said, my uh, great uncle purchased it first. <laughs> and uh, according to the abstract, he probably only had a 40 first, it looks like. And then he must have got the other three forties. It's kind of hard to read that abstract. And then uh, my grandpa got it when he died. My gra- my great grandma and my grandpa got it when he died. And then uh, my grandpa bought it all in probably the forties, I would think. And like I say, they fed beef on it and uh, raised crops. I don't know which one's mostly corn, I would think. Sure. Maybe hay. And he must have died in 65. And then my uncle, he ran it. Ran beef and pastured it. I think the land was set aside for a lot of years. Um, Mm -hmm. And then uh, my grandma died in 85, and my dad got it. He worked at GM, so there wasn't much farming going on there. Mostly rented out the cropland. I acquired it in 2006, and 2017, I put some beef cattle on it, fenced in 80 acres, and put some beef cattle on it, and now I'm trying to get the... I did rent the land, but I'm trying to farm the land now myself. Sure, sure. So what kind of buildings did it start out with? Did it ever have much for a barn or that, Josh? I know. There was just... uh wasn't much there for barns or buildings. I built most everything um, since I've owned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the original house my cousins got, that's a one-acre parcel, mm-hmm. the original house. And there was, I don't know, my grandma had chickens and stuff, so there was a poop there and a drainery, I think. And, sure. But not much. No, not much for regular building. They built there and probably the... I was thinking it'd probably be around the 40s they built there. Mm-hmm. They had another farm not too far away, but they moved there. Um, and that's still actually in our family, too. That must be an over 100-year farm. Sure, sure. So Tell me, what, that. What, do you, what do you remember being a kid around all that, Josh? Well, 
I remember the fences being in, and I don't know if I remember the cattle being run there. But like I said, my uncle, my uncle ran it then, and my grandma owned it, and we lived down in Janesville because my dad worked at GM. So it wasn't until the, the fences were pretty rotted, actually, when I started remembering everything and the cattle were gone. I remember the set-aside fields being there and stuff like that. But, right. yeah, I wanted to put it back to where it was at one time, you know, sure, with beef cattle and some farmland. Sure, sure. So tell me what it looks what it looks like today. You said uh, you're the one that's trying to revive it. What have you been doing? Yeah, I got a loafing shed for the cattle and 80 acres pastured and fenced all off. And uh, I put up a machine shed and I took back the land two years ago from a renter and uh, trying to get hay growing out there right now. And Looking into some irrigation because it's pretty sandy around there. Sure, sure. What kind of cattle you got? I got some Charolais and I got some Angus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the the next generation? Anybody that's behind you or in the family, Josh, that's thinking about uh, what they can do or how they will uh, take over? Well, I ain't thought a lot about that yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it'll go, but I'm sure it'll stay in the family someplace. Right. Right. How big a deal is it for your family to get this honor at State Fair Park? Oh, I I think it's great. Actually, my dad passed away last year, and I wish that I got it done in 17, but when it was actually 100 years, but I didn't get it done, so kind of doing it this year. It's been about a year now since he passed away. Sure, yeah. Well, and that's kind of why we decided we wanted to try to capture these stories because you know some of those folks just aren't going to be around for for a long time. Yep. Yep. So, what did did he ever give you any advice when you were trying to take back the land and get things going again? Oh yeah, <laughs> he he knew about everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did he get yep. to help you? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. He'd help build the buildings and. Whatever, he'd jump on the tractor, and actually I cleared out. I had an excavator, and I cleared out a lot of stuff, and he'd jump on the tractor and haul logs or yeah, do whatever I wanted him to, pick up sticks, and yep. you know, was he cleared a lot of it. Was he, was he happy that you were kind of getting back hands-on? Oh, I think so, yep. Because sometimes, yep. sometimes they want to wave you off, if you know what I mean. Sometimes they... No, <laughs> nothing like that, no. No, he was happy. Did, you know, like you said, a lot of farms uh, have off-farm jobs, especially in lean times, to try to keep it all together. Uh, Did, uh, you know, had he had aspirations of what the farm would become someday? Oh, I don't know. He probably put thoughts in my head, but he never really told me to do it because it cost, you know, that's a whole lifestyle to do. But no, he never really pushed it, but. He probably, he told me all the old stories and stuff, and actually he lived. My dad probably lived on the other farm. I think they this is there about eighteen years, sixteen, probably sixteen years. And once they moved to this one, like I said, wasn't too many years, and then my uncle took it over. So sure. and then he went to the army too. So mm, yep, my dad went to the army for six years, and then sure. Kind of got out of it, I guess, and my uncle took it over, and then when he got it back, you know, he worked at GM, and 
Mm-hmm. We mostly came up and planted deer plots, and I I did plant the whole field, the probably twenty acres in the corn, a couple times when I was oh probably sixteen through twenty. Sure. I kept the fields up, and then we rented them out. Sure, sure. But no, we always had tractors. He had a beef farm all, and that was his favorite, and mm-hmm. kind of older stuff. And mm-hmm. we bought that twenty five ten John Deere and. Uh, must have been right around 2000. Sure, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So you said he, he would tell you stories. What kind of stories do you remember? Oh, mostly that my Uncle Gene, he could pick corn faster than anybody with a husk and glove. <laughs> I can't remember how many wagons he said he could fill in a day, but picking it by hand, that's pretty good to fill one, I guess, but I think it was more than one. Oh, my goodness, yeah. There's people out there that probably can't fathom picking corn by hand, unless it's sweet corn, unless it's sweet corn. That's what they did. The old dump break, Mm -hmm. thrashing. A lot of stories about thrashing. You'd get to the end of the road and you'd smoke a cigarette or chew tobacco, and then it was done, then you went back to work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, like I said, Josh Cones is along with us. He is one of uh, the honorees that are going to be gathering together at State Fair Park in West Allis, and stories that we'll be sharing with you throughout the calendar year, thanks to our friends at Compure Financial. Josh, congratulations to you and your family, and let's uh, keep our fingers crossed that the, the farm stays in the family for another couple generations. Oh, yeah, it will. Well, good. Josh Cohns along with us in Monroe County, being recognized for the 100-plus years that his farm family has been in operation. These stories from across the state of Wisconsin brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial.